Hello everyone, welcome back to a new episode of Brew with Memory. And today we are finally going to brew our latest release from uh, Panama, our uh, Panama Geisha from 90 plus estates. Um, as usual, I'm going to explain why we picked this particular coffee, uh, a little bit of details about the coffee, uh, the beans uh, and the farm, and also how, uh, how I would suggest to uh, brew this coffee. But before that, uh, so this coffee has been pre, uh, pre-released pre first for pre-orders and it's been completely sold out. So that's why we're doing another batch uh, of uh, really limited um, quantities for uh, this unique coffee. It is uh, one of our best offering we've ever um, proposed uh, so far and one of the best geisha, uh, in my opinion, in this uh, in this market right now, it has really all the characteristic of an excellent, outstanding uh, cup of coffee. So, first of all, why did I pick that particular one? Uh, well, for the end of the year and to wrap up uh, the year 2021, I wanted to um, to uh, release a coffee that uh, that showcase one of uh, our brand's um, true values principle, but also the um, the, the the places uh, that inspired us, basically. And one uh, place or one area in the world that really resonates with uh, with my own story, but also with memory, is uh, Mediterranean. Uh, the region of um, Mediterranean has really a plethora of uh, different fruits, flavors florals and a mix of of all the cultures it's a region that is a crossroad of civilization and to me it's one of uh, the most beautiful and poetic uh, place on earth that's why i really wanted to find in this coffee the transparency that we are all known for but also the sort of down-to-earth uh, communication uh, that we propose and that you can find in uh, Mediterranean, uh, in all those countries, whether it's in the south of France, Italy, uh, Northern Africa, or in um, in Greece or Turkey, you really have this um, this nice uh, communication, customer service, and uh, and joy of life in general. So I went to look for excellent uh, coffee with very bright and transparent flavors. And this lot from uh, 90 plus was exactly what I was looking for. So here we have a uh, coffee, as I said, from Panama. It's a geisha. The process is natural and it's dry in mucilage, uh, which is the overlayer right after the skin. It's a very rich, uh, young soil and the elevation is uh, quite high. We're between 1500 to 1700 meters above sea level is the current harvest and um, 90 plus farm, 90 plus estate is well known across the world to develop some unique um, geishas, obviously imported from, um, from Ethiopia, like any other varieties, but with very innovative techniques of uh, fermentation. They have very interesting way of working with the coffee to elevate the terroir of um, of Panama and of the um, the farms that they are uh, growing those trees. 
let's uh on the on the roasting it's a very very short roast for this one i roasted it on an ikawa uh with a relatively short roasting time of, of about five minutes and 45 seconds to max sometimes six minutes um and the idea was just to um to develop the coffee enough to get those really floral fruity uh, notes in that um in that coffee let's brew it so with this coffee we are going to use only 10 grams of coffee for 160 grams of water at 92 degrees or 198 it is a very short dose and a short coffee because it is also quite a um a pricey coffee uh we bought this coffee at 180 dollars uh, per kilo that's why when uh, when you brew it it's, it's almost like a ritual uh to have this uh, excellent excellent lot and uh and when you make it at home uh, well those coffees can be sold at really expensive prices on a shop if you have it uh brewed or if you order in a brew bar but if you make it yourself it really comes down to a regular cup so that's why we really push people to start getting into um those ultra exclusive lots to know what it is right and to reward yourself with uh, some of the best coffee producing the world the grind is medium fine obviously since we have 10 grams of coffee uh we're not going to grind it super cold. So here on my Comandante that I'm grinning right now, I'm using 20 to 25 uh, clicks. And on a Barat side, it's now about like 12 to 14, I prefer 14 a little bit. The brew time is, uh, target is two minutes and 15 seconds, but feel free to range between two minutes and two minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, it won't hurt, so honestly this coffee is excellent anyways, but the target being two minutes and 15 seconds. The um, structure of the pour, we are going to do a pre-infusion or brew of 40 grams with 30 seconds. Uh, after that 30 seconds, we're gonna do uh, one pour of 60 grams up to 100. And then at one minute, uh, the remaining 60 grams. So very easy pouring structure. And uh short pouring that's a technique with some geishas um, a lot of people with light roasted geisha struggle with the clogging effect and to compensate for that well just finish pouring faster i'm using a v60 although this uh, method can work with uh, origami really well and even a um a flat bottom brewer because you're using 10 grams um you really really saturate all the grounds efficiently you see when you do you use higher dose it's a little bit trickier with home-based equipment but with 10 grams dose very easy let's start with our first pour of 40 grams which is four times the dose right here we go very quick i don't even stir here because my pouring, which is usually quite aggressive, is already creating some agitation. And because I only have 10 grams, the depth is not that much per se. That's why uh, we have that saturation already happening with no bypass. At 30 seconds, I am pouring 
gently this time uh, my coffee until I hit 100 grams on my scale. And then I'm going to wait for the uh, one minute mark. There you go. At one minute now, I am pouring the remaining 60 grams of coffee. Should end around two minute-ish here. Maybe a little bit lower, but that's fine. When you're using a very small dough like this, don't expect to um, to have your coffee uh, done at two minutes thirty or three minutes like we do with our fifteen twenty grams. Uh, it will take a shorter period of time, definitely. So uh, there's no, don't be afraid that if you finish at a minute fifty or two minutes, it is totally normal. Uh, the resting time here, I suggest to let it three, four days before roasting it, before brewing it. And you have a good uh, kind of five brews to really enjoy and share this coffee. All right. So we end at one minute and 55 seconds, a little bit shorter than, uh, than what I was planning on. But that's totally all right. I really emphasize, I like emphasizing those, um, those nice flowing fruits. And here, what you smell really right away from the brew, mm, it's a lot of um, a tropical fruit, like peachy fruits with some very clean, distinctive vanilla. And obviously, uh, a lot of florals and citrus fruit. On the citrus fruit side, it's uh, closer to a blood orange or a very um, kind of sweet mandarin uh, qualities rather than the classic lemon or bergamot. Mm, it is really, really, really tasty and uh, smells really good first. Okay, I'm going to give it a little stir to, uh, to cool it down faster so I can taste it. Mm. There's this burst of, of flavor that starts first. Mm. I don't even need to slurp. Usually, I always do like a little slurping sound to intensify the flavor, the uh, aromatics. But here, without even um, adding some air, you can really taste the transparency of those flavors, those mm, white peach uh, coffee, sorry, white peach tropical uh, fruits or the, the vanilla sweetness. It's vanilla or vanillin here. It's almost, uh, it's almost like a... Mm, a synthetic vanilla, like a syrup, rather than the actual vanilla. That's why it's super, super sweet. Mm. And then you have this floral. Um, it's really close to um, to coffee blossom or or jasmine, along with that blood orange or um, slightly uh, uh, red fruits, but citrusy at the same time. Um, notes and what what makes this coffee really really unique is also its balance so you have all those sweetness those fruitiness those very high aromatics and um taste quality but also a bright acidity that should remind you of 
the nicest Ethiopian um, Gujis, for example. You also have a very delicate body. It's very thin, it's very uh, juicy, but it's not um, empty. It's not uh, without um, consistency. It has some uh, really smooth, silky feel on the quality of the body. But it is a light-bodied coffee if you just um, analyze the weight. And what really, to me, is, makes this coffee unique is the aftertaste. As well as a lot of geishas from Panama, the, the thing that really uh, makes it one of a kind is that if you leave the room and just start doing something else, after even five, six, seven, sometimes ten minutes, you still have that taste, almost like an espresso. You see, when you have an espresso, well, you have that espresso taste in your mouth for a long, long time. Well, here I'm brewing a filter coffee. It's a 60 grams per liter ratio, so we're not creating a very strong uh, coffee, but we can still feel the notes um, in your mouth. So the aftertaste is just incredible. That's why I gave this coffee a score of 94 points, which is, uh, I think, the highest um, scored uh, coffee I've ever given from a coffee that we are proposing on our website and in our uh, for our subscribers. There'll be a limited amount of this coffee available, so make sure you grab yours and see you next time for another episode of Brew with Memory.